1: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown.
5: All right, it is the i couple. I'm Chris, he's Rob. We're live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection and more than 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. Our man Eddie House joining us at the bottom of the hour. To talk all things NBA, and let's stick with that with the NBA. Rob, last night Giannis Antetokounmpo goes berserk, scores a career high fifty-five points in a victory over Did the they Washington win? Oh, I'm Wizards. No. Yes, yeah, they won. Uh, <laughs> That's always my, my question. Is still, yeah, no, it's no, still no. impressive? I don't care. Uh, no, Devin don't. Booker hit seventy and lost. I don't care. He still hit seventy, but uh, but they did win. Um, and Rob, this is what we saw last night from Giannis is a part of a uh, trend where this year there have been a, a ton of high scoring games individually. Luka Doncic just went for sixty points in addition to twenty rebound or twenty one rebounds and ten assists. I mean, it was crazy. Um, speaking of 70 point games, Donovan Mitchell, of course, just went for 71, uh, in a victory
6: over the Bulls for the Knicks. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's not on the Knicks.
5: Right. With the, with the Cavs. So, um, yeah, I mean, and Rob G has some numbers just to kind of show exactly how historic this season is in terms of
1: scoring. Then we'll get into the discussion. Right, so Giannis had the big explosion yesterday. So through January 3rd yesterday, there have been 14 players to score over 50 points. That is the third most ever through January 3rd. Mm. Not to be outdone, though, there have been 88 different players to score at least 40 points that is 88 by different excuse me, 88 instances. I'm sorry. I was about to place. say like that. that would instances. I'm sorry. <laughs> that crazy. 88 instances. You got
5: John, Juwan Toscalo Anderson That's going right. for 40. Austin
1: Reeves getting 42. <laughs> right, right. Most ever through January 3rd. And just to put it into perspective, because, you know, it, it sounds like a lot in historical sense. Just compared to last season, we're in a little bit of a offensive explosion the last few years anyway, right? Right. Last year, total 19 times over 50. We're already at 14. Wow. 119 times over 40. So at this current pace, they're going to have over 170 times over 40 points. Wow. Uh, Rob, what are your
6: thoughts? Which tells you, again, when you look at these NBA numbers, it's easier than ever to score in the NBA. Chris Boussard could have a double-double with 15 points and uh, 10 rebounds. I do think
5: I could go for four points in today's NBA. For good, you could make. I might even get a basket (laughs) if Nancy
6: Lieberman (laughs) is guarding me, okay? Uh, I might be able to. Chris, this is what we talk about, and I'm not being, hey, you kids, get off my lawn guy. Maybe I am. Sort of. Okay. But, Chris, you got to take all these things with a grain of salt. You just do. The game has changed, the NFL with all these passing. All these quarterbacks with 5,000. Right, we that. It doesn't Do mean that are not. Do not compare good. Joe right. Montana's numbers
5: to even, a, for a Rob, a Justin Herbert. Do not I mean, really, compare. Like, no, because you're going to be like. And it's not because they weren't as good. The rules are so
6: different. It, 100%, Chris. And the same thing here in the NBA. These guys are talented players. That's why, Chris, when, when some of these uh, former players or analysts act like. What's his name? Uh. Uh, J. J. Redick, and he's di- he's discounting Firemen all the players and, and, plumbers. Yeah, and, and plumbers and all that, and, and they go, look, who, look who, they couldn't stop anybody now. Look how right. great they're in great shape, and they have uh, chefs, and they have masseuses, and they fly in private. You couldn't compete, and they got better sneakers and all that other stuff. But the, but the thing he doesn't talk about, Chris, is the physicality of the game. And how much easier it is to play. That doesn't mean that they're not great players, but let's not get it twisted. Where's the defense, my God? Dude, what did we say the other night? The Nets were playing the Spurs. It was seventy four to forty seven at the half. The Nets scored ninety one points against the Warriors, Chris, in the first half. Yep, yep. yep. that's never happened in the NBA. Uh, maybe a game with the. the Globetrotters in the Washington Generals, but in the NBA, you gave up 91 points. The Pistons win 11 games in a row without giving up 70, Chris, at one point. Hello? Is this, is this on? For real. And you're talking about giving up 91 points in two quarters. To illustrate your point, Rob, um,
5: all 50% shooting from the floor has always been considered very good. It, for a guard, a perimeter yes. guy, that's been, like, outstanding. Kobe Bryant, the great Kobe Bryant, the late great Kobe Bryant. Rob never even shot 47% from the floor. And we know how great he was. Allen Iverson was shooting in the low 40s. I think one year was even under, was under 40. Uh this year Luka Doncic shooting 51%. Uh Kevin Durant shooting 56%. Chris LeBron at the age field? 38 shooting 51 percent Steph I'm about to call up his numbers because his numbers are ridiculous Steph is shooting Rob uh he's averaging 30 points a game he's shooting 50 percent from the floor 43 percent from three I'm gonna break down what you say because I agree uh I'm gonna break it down a little I'm gonna give a little scientifically And and just some four facts as to why players are putting up these huge numbers. The first, Rob, is the obvious prominence of the three-point shot. Okay? Uh, Luka Doncic, nine of his uh, 22 shots a game are threes. Uh, Steph Curry, about half of his shots are three, more than half are threes. That means most of your shots are not worth two or a lot of They're them. They're worth three. They're worth three. So that obviously is why teams are scoring more and players individually are scoring more. That's number one. Number two, Robin, we talked about this. Teams give you, they f- push you to the mid range shot. Shoot it. We did. They you. think it's the worst shot right. in basketball. That's what coaches tell you. They want to protect the paint, no shots in the paint. And, and run you off the three-point line. And, Rob, we've been at games where we saw guys in the mid-range have open shots and dribble out back to the three-point line or or pass it out to the three-point line rather than take the open 15-footer. But you know what? A lot of guys are still great mid-range shooters. Kevin Durant shoots four threes a game. And he's a, one of the best players in the league, obviously. And, shoots and he 56%. is killing from yes. mid-range. He's shooting like sixty-two percent from mid-range. Is you really? It's crazy. something like that. that yeah, high it's high crazy. High. And so the mid-range shots that Kevin Durant took early in his career are were so much harder than now. Even when a guy, I'm not saying they won't give you a contest, right? They'll they'll jump out and kind of contest, but ultimately they want you to take that shot versus going into the paint at the rim or shooting a three. So they're easier. That's the second thing. Third thing, so DeMar DeRozan, another mid-range assassin, killing people there, you know? Um, The third thing, Rob, as you said, easier to score. Don't take my and Rob's word for it. Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic, arguably the three best players in the world, arguably. They all said, Rob, recently, remember this? We talked about it nope. a couple months ago. They said it's easier to score in today's NBA than it is in Europe, in the League, And that's not just when they were kids. It's c- compared to, you know, when they go back in the summers and play with their national or teams and Or they play all internationals throughout their yep. national
6: teams, right.
5: And they said it because one reason, Rob, the floor is so spread in the NBA. The three-point line's a little further out. So, Rob, the floor is spread. Teams are running you off the three-point line. So there's four or five guys at the three-point line. And so when I beat my man, or even he pushes me away from the three, and then I get to the lane, even though teams want to protect the rim, Rob, when I get to the lane, it there's two people in there. Go look at Michael Jordan's tapes. Larry Bird's, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, there were seven people in the paint when they got in there, teammates, opponents. So that makes it and easier you at it, the Chris, rim. You would feel um, it at exactly. The rim. And the last reason, Rob, is that there are more one man shows than ever. Luca and Luca. You know I love Luca. I call him Luca Legend after Larry Legend, Larry Bird. But Luca does everything, Rob. Luca, I mean, he he creates his own shots and he creates everybody else's shots. And Chauncey Billups once told me, Rob, he said this was about ten years ago, or right after he retired, he said, "Look, if I dribbled up the court and dribbled the ball for fifteen to twenty seconds, and then I either shot it or passed it to the guy that was gonna shoot it, my numbers would be crazy too." <laughs> But they didn't I mean, play really, like right. that, right, right. It's Luka, it's Russell Westbrook. I mean, now he's not so much playing like that, but he did, you know, for most of his career. Um so many ball dominant guys. LeBron did that for the bulk of his career. Like that's just it's a style of play for a lot of these teams. And individual players now, they do everything for their team.
6: And that doesn't and, mean that we think that they can't play, Chris. No, we're no, they're, they're great them. players. They're great players, but the, the the way the game is played is a lot easier. And you can't defend, Chris. You can't touch anybody. It's hard. These guys are so talented. And you can't tell. We brought this up before. If Michael Jordan was playing today, Chris, don't how? What, what would they do? How, how would you stop? Him? I think he'd th- average forty, and, and I'm right. used to hear people say that and think ah, he
5: averaged thirty seven.
6: Chris, he could easily a lot because he was shooting was a more lot threes. more threes, and he would right. be he'd shooting be more threes, threes. Okay, he would become a three point shooter because it's the game. It's not like yep. he There's didn't no doubt. back then. They didn't take threes like that. When you needed threes, they took threes, Chris. But it wasn't right. like just let me dribble off half, a pass, half court, and pull up and just shoot it.
5: No, right.
6: that's not how it was played. No, you're right. You're right. So,
5: um, again, like Rob said, the players are great. We're not taking anything away from them. And there is defense, but it's different defense. It's not as physical. Carrie Kittles, Rob, has told us several times. It's hard because defensively you have to cover more ground, right? Back in the day when most people were around the paint, you know, you, could, you were guarding, but you weren't moving as much. Or you weren't out at the three-point line as much. Even bigs sometimes have to be out there. So um, we're just I, – I, I feel like those are the four reasons that you see this scoring outburst. Rob, I don't mind it. I mean, I, I'm i am fine with it. I, I do think there's an overemphasis too much on the three. Um, I'd like a more mid-range play, although you do see it with some teams and the effective ones, particularly the Nets. The Warriors have always taken a good amount of mid-range. Um, teams, so th- for the young boys out there, don't abandon the mid-range. You, you see it from no other than, you can none make other a than living. the great Kevin Durant. A- absolutely. How, how much of a living Devin Booker you can make on the, in the mid-range. So 877-99 on Fox. We're going to throw it out to you. Um, what are your thoughts on these sc- this scoring outburst this season? Do you like it? Why do you think it's happening Um, And do you think it's indicative of the players being better uh, or worse? Uh, Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, The Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
0: Kia, movement that inspires. Call eight hundred three 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 four Kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include ten year one hundred thousand mile powertrain and five years sixty thousand mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer
8: for details. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed.
0: i smart intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun, but then he would treat me like crap.
8: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
4: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
0: My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it
5: All right, it's the iCouple, Chris and Rob, live from the tie studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Your turn to weigh in on the high-scoring games in the NBA.
6: Nate in Fresno, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Nate?
10: Hey, guys. What's going on? How are you? Good, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Just getting off work. Nice. Um, so, I mean, I, I think, yeah, two main things. First, guys are going to score more points when there's not guys clotheslining you and there's not enforcers out there on the basketball court, you know, like it's hockey or something. Right. Um, second of all, guys are more skilled nowadays. Guys play AAU all through elementary school, junior high, high school. There's, I mean, just more more opportunity for them to get better. I feel like in 10 years, guys who watch Steph Curry the whole life might be better skilled than guys are now. Um, you know, the game goes in an evolution. You know, Giannis is kind of the next step in that evolution. Um, there are going to be guys like that that can actually shoot a lot better here soon, unless there's major drastic rule changes. I mean, that's just, I feel like where it's headed.
6: But what about the defense? Would you agree that the the defense is lax?
10: Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, part of it's because of the rules, you know. Um, Like you said, you you touch somebody, you you blow on somebody, and it's going to be a foul nowadays. So I mean, that combined with the fact that you have to be able to to provide on offense as a scorer. I mean, Draymond Green pushes the ball up. You have guys like that that are big guys pushing the ball up, handling the ball, um, shooting the ball. So, yeah, you might have a liability on defense, but if you can – you know, counteract that on offense with with some threes or some uh, stretching the floor or something. I, I feel like they're just trading that right now.
6: All right, Nate, thank All you. Right. Appreciate the insight and uh, your thoughts, Jeremy and Nashville. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Jeremy?
9: Hey, good evening, guys. Um, I'm with uh, y'all on the fact the diminished the quality of the game. You know, like I agree with what the guy was saying about AAU and having. Opportunity to cultivate the skills and fatigue and get, you know, much more defined in their abilities and stuff like that. But that doesn't excuse the fact that the way that the league has hamstrung the rules, basically making defense a spectator sport. And I'm not impressed with people standing around watching each other score 90 points by halftime. And then, when you got people making statements like Draymond Green is the Dennis Rodman of current basketball, Dennis Rodman would have drove him down the court by his hair for <laughs> statements like that. And look at, look, look at the ratings, guys. Numbers never lie. People lie, numbers don't. Um, I recently, there was one of the finals that didn't have better ratings than the NBA draft or the NFL draft. We're not even talking about a game, we're talking about the draft. Having better ratings than your supposed finals, and then all of those teams that played back then with the, uh, you know, the Knicks and the, uh, the Pacers with Reggie Miller and Smiths and all of those guys, I would love to have seen those teams that never got a ring because of Jordan step on the court with these guys. That they, they, you know, the league is so lopsided with the talent on one side that there's no parity that makes it even. Interest. I can't even watch it no more. But that's what I got to add to yeah, it. later. Well, it. there
5: is parody. I mean, this year the West. Who knows who's going to come out of the West and the East is tough. Like I, I think there's there's more parody this year than I can remember in a long yeah. time. Yeah.
6: I, I think even what he's saying, and I, I agree. Even though teams didn't win, Chris like the Pacers or the Knicks or some of these other teams, they were in the hunt. You know, like they were—they were really like these teams that had a shot, but they had a, right. a monster in the way. Gary in Houston, you're on the odd couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Gary?
9: Yeah, so I think there's two things. The first thing is obviously the like the pace of play, because teams in the '80s scored at a really high rate without that three-point right. shot. And then my second thing is all these supposed great defenders—they don't really want to like stick to the best players and just follow them around. They're so comfortable switching off. And these players like Luka, they get all these good matchups. No, that's
5: True. fair. I mean, they, you're right. You you you, used you to rarely in, see, like, the two best players go at it basically for 40 minutes, right? Even if they play
6: the same position. Right. I remember writing a story uh, in a playoff game. I think it was a playoff game, yeah. The Knicks and the 76ers. And Oakley had to guard Charles Barkley, you know, Um, And Oakley's offensive skills wise, you know what I mean? They're not comparable, Um, but he, he, he made Charles earn everything. And you know what I mean? And the Chris, I remember my lead was something like Charles Barkley wanted to call nine one one last night. And then his first quote was something like, I got mugged out there, you know, where the police, like, because that's what kind of defense you would face. You know what I mean? When a guy like that would be like, I got to play the best player. Right. And, and I and think do I don't think I either. Like, I don't want to see that
5: type of physicality. No, no, no. I'm just again. saying But right. that's what those but guys that's went it, through. That's right. And if you're talking about, I mean, you're at Jordan. It was just tougher to score back then. That's
6: all. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying that that's more and so, appease, yeah, we, appeasing as far as uh, watching, or you know, to the eye. But right. I'm saying you can't discount what those guys played and the defense and what went on. I, it's right. just totally right. not different from today.
1: Rob G you had something? Yeah, I'm just going to say we may have picked quite possibly the worst night to do this topic considering the national game tonight is Bucks Raptors on ESPN. It is currently 24 to 16 midway through the second quarter. The <laughs> wow, teams are right. combined to wow. shoot 12 of 63. Wow! <laughs> Offensive and, and, and explosion. Twelve of yeah, sixty-three
6: right. and uh, twenty-three pointers. Correct.
1: Uh, yeah, Twenty-six yeah. three-pointers. Okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, that's I'm and
6: that's the there downside
5: of the th- prominence of the three-point shot. Yep. Right. We talked about it with the comebacks and the blown leads. I mean. Unfortunately, what I don't like is some nights is just who hit the most three.
1: And guys, Toronto who just made high. a basket. They are now four that? of thirty-six from the field, including 0 of 13 from three. Wow. Big and, offensive and you know explosion what? going was it? on. Was it Pop- exactly.
6: Was it Popovich who said, you know, in a game, Chris used to look at the stat sheet, and if you if you out rebounded a team, you like there yeah. were certain things you look for. He said, I don't even look at those stats. He goes, you look at the three-point shot. He says, yep. and that... I don't know if was that Pop, whoever, but I've heard it. Do you remember I that? Yep. Yeah, I, I remember. Yep. I, thought, I thought I read Pop's quote. It, it was might like be. I go to the three-point yep. percentage, and most nights... The team that makes the most threes wins the game. I think it was, Uh, Pop. Right? It doesn't matter about the rebound.
1: It doesn't matter about the assist. It doesn't matter about anything else. Rob, not to be outdone, the Cleveland Cavaliers have 37 points just over halfway through the third quarter. They are shooting 12 of 42 from the field.
6: What is this? Because we picked
5: a night. You guys are the bad juju,
1: and now we're going to (laughs) look stupid because nobody is scoring tonight.
5: Right. All right. Uh, We got Eddie House NBA champion coming up in a moment. We'll ask him about this and more, but for now.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: All right, our next guest an NBA champion, a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, our man, Mr. Eddie House. What's up, brother?
3: Brothers, brothers! Happy New Year! How y'all doing? Yes, happy New Year. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, man.
5: We were just talking, Eddie, about the scoring explosion in today's NBA. Now you saw Giannis last night, 55. Donovan Mitchell, 71, a few days ago. Luca, a 60-20 and 10 game. I mean, the first ever in the history of the league. Um, And here's some numbers to back all this up, Eddie. 88 times this season, someone has scored 40 points in a game. That's the most ever by, through January 3rd in a season in the history of the league. And 14 times a guy has gone for 50 or more points. That's the third most by January 3rd. Why do you think we're seeing so many of these high-scoring individual games?
3: I think, I think the NBA has become more skilled than we have ever seen it. I think you have a number of guys that could do everything, you know, and usually it was uh where you you, you know, you look at, at at particular positions and this is what you thought that they supposed to do and if they don't do that that's not that they're not playing the position well. I think it's just a lot of guys that are highly skilled that can do everything. And when you have a guy that can do everything, it's hard to guard that. I don't well, care what anybody's trying to say, it's hard to guard. What
6: about I mean, the defense?
3: It's not the hey, same hey, that when you play. Rob, yeah, no, it, it, it is. So these guys are just – the, the defense gets harder because it's so many skilled guys out there. You know, when you have four, five guys that can put the ball on the deck, that can make shots from three, that you have to account for, that you can't give over – you can't overhelp because he can knock down the shot. And then when he gets it, he can put it on the deck. It's – It's hard to guard guys like that. So how did Boston
6: do so well last year with their defense? Everybody raved about. What did did they? They couldn't stop anybody. They stopped Kevin Durant.
3: Oh, but no, that's two guys, and you know that was two guys. And when you see what happened in the finals, they couldn't stop Steph Curry. When it came down to it, the most skilled guy was out there, was able to win the game for them. But um, I I just think that guys are highly skilled now. And also, just the way that the rules are, uh, it, it caters to scorn. I mean, okay. scoring. I agree is with that. Defi- yeah, scoring is definitely. I mean, guys are more skilled. I would say that because do you the think they're guys they're are better?
5: Because you know, a lot of younger people this day will say today's players are just better
3: than your day. No, I would, or, I, I would say they're, they're, I would say they're more skilled because they're taught to do everything. Where when we were coming up, and this is for y'all because. Y'all not too much older than me, right? Um, you were well, Rob, taught Rob to play, Rob, whatever, Chris, Chris. whatever. Okay, whatever. okay. Whatever. <laughs> so, so Rob, so you saying Rob is ancient? And we okay, cool. <laughs> 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 okay, so look, though. so no, real, real spill. This is what it is. Like when we were coming up, if you were a certain height, you had to be a point guard. Point guards are supposed to bring this to the table. Right. Shooting guard, bring this to the table. I think across the board, everybody's bringing everything to the table now. There is no it's positionless basketball, and then also the the fact that the way the the rules are set up, they want to see high scoring games. I mean, it's it's appeasing to the eye. It's you know, optically uh, pleasing. You know, saw, but, so but and think, you
6: you're a football guy too, Chris and I. We talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at the Joe Montana stats are horrible. Look at uh, Dan Marino. Look at all these guys. Their numbers. All of these middle of the road quarterbacks have way better stats. But the game has changed, and the, the quarterback's been protected, right? And 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 they throw the ball. We've seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball sixty-five times, or what was it, Chris? Sixty-three in a game. Yeah. In the yeah. old NFL, that might have been three games for Terry Bradshaw to throw sixty.
3: No doubt. Passes. Oh yeah, that's Good all. Question. No doubt. Well, I mean, you know, but the you, would of you the game. say they're better? The players I today? Say or? That, I, no, I, I would just say they're more skilled because they work okay. on those things. Like I said. Think right. about this. you telling me that you couldn't take Kevin Garnett and say if he was an 18-year-old kid coming into right now that he wouldn't have developed a three-point shot, right that he on, wouldn't and be able to him. handle the basketball? No. The greats are always going to be great. It's just the, the era that they were in, and they were able to be great in the era that they are in. So it's the evolution of basketball, and it's, that's, that's all I'm saying. You know is what i Everybody is skilled now.
6: Yeah. yeah. This is funny, and I'm not saying that he was going to be some great player or whatever. But when Darko Milicic came to the Pistons, Larry Brown Man, hated Man, knock
3: it off with him. Come on. No, no, it. no. i well, He I'm was saying, a
6: big
5: perimeter player. Perimeter shooter. That's yeah, all no, I'm saying.
6: But, I, I'm not saying Eddie. I'm not saying. But Larry Brown was against that basketball is what I'm saying. A big guy on the perimeter shooting threes. That's all.
3: Yeah, but this the one thing when you were the uh, top pick, one or two top picks, you get opportunities to play yourself out the league, and that's what he did. So let's not even use him as no uh, barometer. Let's not do that, please. Don't don't do that to this show, please. I'm
5: I'm just all right, talking Eddie, about let, let's what go the here. way he
6: played. That's
5: all. the Nets are in Chicago tonight. They're down 42-35 early in the second quarter. They've won twelve straight. But but are you are they 75%. Now in your eyes a legitimate? Championship contender and maybe the favorite in the East. What are you you you're thinking?
3: No, I don't I don't think that they're the favorite in the East. I still think it has to go through Boston, and I'm not just saying that because I cover Boston or anything like that. I just think Boston has a deeper team. But do I think that the Nets have? do they believe in their coach? It seems like they do. Um, are they playing great basketball with no distractions? It looks like they are. So I always thought the Nets would be one of those teams when we looked at it. You know, coming into the thing, we always said it would be Boston, Philly, uh, Milwaukee, and Brooklyn, and one more Miami, right? We might have threw Miami in there just off of uh, cachet, right? right? Because you never can count Miami out, and also Cleveland. We throw throw Cleveland in there right now, but those are the teams that we always thought that would be knocking on the door to have a chance to play for, uh, to represent the East. I don't. I I think that. I mean, if you have Kevin Durant over there, right? He's still top-tier basketball player in this in this league. So when you have that, it's, it's scary. And then you got Kyrie, top-tier basketball player in this league. Um, to me, I still feel like they're just uh, the the middle of their defense is just not as as good as it can be. And if you look at who they've been beaten. And they, they've been doing a great job and you, you don't want to knock anything that they've been doing because it's hard to win in this league and put together 12 straight wins and let alone, uh, two, right. You know, as the, as the Lakers, but, um, if you look at it, what they've been doing, I think it's fantastic. I think they believe in their coach, the coach believes in the players and that's all it takes. It takes momentum and then, and guys just getting on the right page, man, everybody on the same page. It's not about what happens at the beginning of the season, Yep, last happened, year. It's about what: Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know what happens, what happens at the end of the season? What could happen at the end of the season? And they're creating momentum, so I have to say that they are a contender, but I still don't see them coming out of. I don't think that they can beat Milwaukee. I don't think that they can beat the Celtics when it comes down to a seven game series.
6: All right. All right. Uh, yep. Ed, Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. We well, you got uh, time for one more squeeze in yeah, Spe- speaking minute, of the quick, Lakers and so. what minute, what LeBron's been doing, scoring over 40 his last couple of games. Uh, is that, what does that say how hard it is for the Lakers to win that LeBron has to score at that clip? Or is this just him being great at uh, in year 20 and, and you just look at it that way? Well, if you're the Lakers,
3: I think that's how, I think that's how we got to look at it. Like let's, not look at how bad the Lakers have been, and uh, what they and what he has to do for them to even be in to to compete in games. Let's just look at what he's doing, like in year twenty, and say, you know what? We are watching greatness. We are watching greatness, and is you, you you're not gonna miss it until it's gone, right? And then you'd be like, damn, I remember that. You know, you be talking to your grandkids. Oh, I remember that LeBron James. That's how they be talking. Oh, the, the OGs talk to you. Oh, I remember back when, when that LeBron James. Because they always say, that the LeBron James, right? That's the LeBron James. You know, he could play some basketball. And he was like, well, why are we in the moment? Let's just appreciate it because it is amazing, man, what he's doing. Right. Hey, That's congratulations fan, to your Howell. twins,
6: too, Eddie. Didn't they get scholarships?
3: Oh, yeah, they did get an offer. They got an offer. They, they you know, they ain't signed up. But they did get offers, freshmen. um uh, Freshman in high school, they got offers to Washington State. So salute to them, Already man! Already getting super off. proud. Yeah. Ain't that yeah, awesome? I thought that was wow. nice. Yeah, great. Yes,
5: congratulations, my man. Thank you.
10: All and right, also, their
3: older brother, man, they twenty-one in the nation, right? I mean, they lost last night, but they was a uh, twenty-one in the nation at uh, at New Mexico, man. Trying to do their thing over there too. So, man, you know, we okay. we, we out here hooping still.
5: All right, all right. That's our man E House Hooper himself, and a heck of a coach, obviously. With all three of his kids. All right, brother. We appreciate it. Lamar Jackson talk next is his contract. Keeping him off the field or lack of a contract. We'll get into that next. I couple. Fox Sports Radio.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. You'll be laughing, crying, and have so many impactful takeaways after this interview.
0: I had this, like, you know, homie-loving friend for a long time. He's very disrespectful to me, very kind of messed up to me. But in my mind, we could get married. We had the most beautiful babies. He handsome. I'm pretty. Like, it would be so cool. He's smart and intellectual. I'm kind of smart, I think. Like, it would be fun. We have the best conversations. Like, we have fun. But then he would treat me like crap.
8: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me.
5: All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, live from the TireRack.com studios. And a big, huge game for the Baltimore Ravens this weekend. Uh, they play the Cincinnati Bengals for uh, the, the division championship in the AFC North. Uh, right now, Cincinnati 11-4. Uh, of course, they're, you know, a game behind everybody. Uh, Baltimore 10-6. and six. Um and it looks like Rob G looks like right now Lamar Jackson uh is not going to play. Right? The John Harbaugh said he wasn't sure when he'd return to practice. Um and so right now it's looking like he's not going to play and something he didn't practice today. Something got me thinking about Lamar's motives maybe. And that was a quote from Rich Eisen yesterday. Rich Eisen Obviously plugged into the NFL. And uh, Rob G, tell us what Rich said yesterday.
1: Rich yesterday on the Rich Eisen show, talking about the Lamar Jackson situation. I never situation. missed the Rich Eisen show. Okay. <laughs> he said, quote, I don't know what's going on. Because when I spoke with the Ravens in week 15, they were saying, we're going to get Lamar back next week. He could have played now, but he doesn't want to play with the brace. He doesn't want to do this and that until he's 100%. Well, that would have been now three weeks ago.
5: Yeah, and now and he's not practicing. Not even practicing, Rob. Look, I don't know. No, there's been no reports about his contract, and and we have getting very little about his health. Um, but Rob, I, it, it, I, I'm gonna speculate that possibly this could be related to his contract. And I'm gonna be honest, if it is, Rob, I'm not mad at him. We just saw, and I'm going to give Nick credit, Nick Wright credit for pointing this out on our show today, first things first. We just saw the Raiders, and Rob G., you know this well, in the middle, they still were in the playoff hunt. And they benched Derek Carr largely because if he got injured, you know, they, they'd have to pay him going yeah. forward. Right. They made a strict business decision, and nobody's ripping them for it. And so if Lamar Jackson is making a business decision saying, number one, I, it's certainly possible I could get hurt. And I don't have any guaranteed money coming my way and for next year. And number two, what if, you know, if I'm rusty or if I'm, I'm only 85% right now, I could play, but I may not be at my best. What if I do that? I don't play well. And then they use it against me. Oh, Lamar, you've been hurt the last two years. You, um, your production is down the last two years, and they use it against me in negotiations. So I'm going to show you what you are without me. And what they are with him, Rob, Super Bowl contender. What they are without him, not even a playoff team. Three and five the last two years. So I don't know. I'm not saying this is what Lamar's doing, but if it is, I'm not mad at him.
6: I don't think he's doing this. If you were doing this, you should have done this at the start of the season to show your worth. We've seen it happen uh, before. Uh, we uh, we talk about it all the time. Emmett Smith in Dallas. Remember, Chris? How did he get paid? Missed the first two games. They went 0 and 2. Jerry came running with the yep. with the checkbook. That that Zeke that's, too. Yeah, that's how you do it. Uh, like now, ah. I don't know. Like it just doesn't feel like this would be the time to try to pull that uh, because you did. You would then have to admit, right, that I was okay to play and I just didn't want to play because I want my money. You know what I mean? And then I would be like, Do I really want that guy? Well, he's got a cover. You know. Like, you know. Like right. I mean, we're speculating. He's got. No, a cover I know. That I, he's I, yeah. I'm. I'm. If he
5: says, but he's injured, they may know. You know what I'm saying? Like I. I don't know. I mean, what do you think of Eisen's report? I mean, that's serious. If he was ready two weeks, three weeks ago,
6: I just, and now he's not I, even practicing? I, I don't believe that. With a chance to play, you've played all, you, you know what I mean, this year, you, you didn't get your deal, and now you're pulling this at the end of the year. I don't know how that gets you a deal. <laughs> I, I don't. Well, look, The unf- I don't know if I should
5: say unfortunately. Either way, Rob, it looks like they're probably going to franchise. Right? I mean, so – and that could work out for him. It worked out for Dak and his money and, and Kirk Cousins and all that. But that's where this seems to be headed. So I, I am with you on that part. You know, sit out or play. You're probably get franchised either way. But we got an hour left of the I couple. You know what to do. Keep it locked.
2: Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Kerry Hillson, Adonis. Mm-hmm.
3: Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So, like I said, I was in school. Like, yeah, yeah. okay, this is how you do it, this is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre chorus and then a hook.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what, I, like. that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to RB Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.